0: Recovery Radio KMP3 Thousand Oaks Ah uh, yes You are listening to the Recovery Radio Visit are my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com, and to get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started, or it's just winding down, or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are, you and me. And I am glad for that. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe you're driving around, maybe you're exercising. fire. Maybe you're at work. Maybe you're, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but here we are. I'm so glad for that. I am grateful. I have no desire to drink today. Just celebrated 34 years of continuous sobriety and I'm not tricked by the time I know that I have a daily reprieve that's contingent on the maintenance of my spiritual condition and that's it. It's kind of like celebrating the fact that I've brushed my teeth every day for 34 years. It's awesome. And I also have to brush my teeth today. (laughs) But I've been receiving so much love and congratulations and I always feel like i you know swam frantically to a life preserver and people are like congratulating me for that (laughs) i know i and i know it's not that simple all the time but um, that's what it feels like and i just know that I'm thoroughly convinced all the way through me that I have no power over the first drink that is my own power. I was very worried when I first got sober that I would become more and more convinced over time that I was not really an alcoholic, but the more I've been sober and the more I've come to understand alcoholism As it is described in the book of Alcoholics Anonymous, um, the more clearly I see um, from my drinking, from my story, that I am, I became powerless over alcohol and I am still powerless over alcohol. And what has happened is I have, just like the big book says, I'll just read it. What has happened is Makes me choked up Page 163 First paragraph says we know what you're thinking You're saying to yourself I'm jittery and alone I couldn't do that But you can You forget that you've just now Tapped a source of power Much greater than yourself And um, that's why I'm sober. Because I tapped a power much greater than myself. And I have done my best and continue to do my best to stay in contact with that power. And that's it. It's that simple. I do this visual analogy a lot with this where, you know, I need God to I need to be in contact with God and it's like I'll open the curtain and say I need the sun to be shining on me in order for me to have the quote-unquote willpower to resist the first drink and um, so I try to keep the curtain open and keep that light shining on me. And so I've gone to great pains to learn, according to the big book. And, um, And from my own experiences with people and personally, what the curtains are made up of, you know. And how to keep them open and essentially it's just self blocks me from God and I've got to keep chiseling away at that so light gets through and then I'm able to resist the first drink but it's more than that because when I say like I'm able to resist the first drink or have willpower to resist the first drink it sounds like I'm tempted to have the drink but it's it's more than that it's um Well, I'll read that, too, because it's my experience also. Check out this sweet action, as my dear friend, fellow musician, (laughs) likes to say. The one who just texted me about ancient Bulgarian cabinet making. Check out the sweet action, dude. It is on a little page called... Why are you so bossy? Why are you yelling at me and hovering over me? Micromanaging me. I'll find it. Page 56, last paragraph. This was Bill. I didn't say this, but this was Bill. And he was just open to there being a god. Who are you to say there's no god? And at the end, it says, "This was our friend's cornerstone fixed in place. No later physicitude has shaken it. His alcoholic problem was taken. His alcoholic problem was taken away. That very night, years ago, it disappeared. Save for a few brief moments of temptation, the thought of drink has never returned. And in such times, a great revulsion has risen up in him. Seemingly, he could not drink even if he would." God had restored his sanity. So it's more than just saying, I, I'm not going to drink. It's not like that at all. It's like a, a revulsion to it. It's like a resistance to it. It's like the application of the 12 steps. Ideally remove enough self to where you become so other centered so aware of the experience of other people that the idea of drinking is insane. So I am just... (laughs) I'm celebrating it in a lot of meetings this year. Um, Very clear that it's not about me. And I don't do it for me. I do it to get out there and show people. The power of. God. That it's possible. That if I go to a meeting and I'm able to like you know, crush someone's notion that it's not possible, even for a minute. It's good enough for me. I'm playing with house money. I am... I'm going to talk about that now, but uh, I do... Have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's mix with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. It is delicious. And I'm just going to talk about what 34 years feels like. Um, I woke up this morning excited to be alive. Grateful to be alive. I woke up this morning with a great sense of purpose. Like my life actually means something. Like I do have the ability to get out of the way of God so I can, you know, take a small part in transmitting a useful demonstration of God's power and love and way of life. I woke up in love with my wife. I woke up not tangling with anybody mentally. I woke up with a quiet head. I woke up not having arguments with people. I woke up with zero negative um, communication about who I am. I have that very, very infrequently now. It's very rare. Honestly, maybe a couple times a year. And that used to be all I ever thought was just, you're a piece of shit, you suck, you're a piece of shit, you suck, you suck, you can't, you can't, you're a failure, you suck. I don't have those conversations. I, I'm fully aware that I make mistakes uh, daily, that I come up short. Constantly, that I am completely unable to maintain perfect adherence to any spiritual principles, that I miss the mark repeatedly, that I am human and I am flawed, and that I have learned things the hard way, and that I have self centeredness right now that I cannot see right now, that I will hopefully see at some point, fully aware of that, fully aware that I am not understood by people, that some people think that my memes come from resentment or anger, or that the sarcastic big book comes from anger. I'm fully aware of that. I'm fully aware that I cannot explain my inner experience. To someone, unless they're having an experience like that, it's impossible to articulate. I woke up trusting the tools that are outlined in the big book, knowing all the way through me they work under all conditions. As a result of that, I woke up not fearing the unknown not needing to know God's plan. I don't need to know it. It doesn't matter. It's the wrong focus for me. My focus is on living in step three, trying to be, trying to do God's bidding, trying to be a good employee. Also, Fully embracing the fact that I am flawed and I'm going to make mistakes. Part of the reason I have so much peace about being such a fuck up is that one of the many things I have learned, Mm -hmm. the beliefs I've adopted in my own sobriety, is that there's a huge difference between making a mistake and doing something wrong. And that's significant. If a waiter drops a plate, that's a mistake. If I turn right because the information I am aware of at this moment, to the best of my ability, tells me that the right thing to do is to turn right, and actually the right thing to do was to turn left, that's a mistake. Doing something wrong is saying... You know what? I shouldn't do that, but I'm going to do it anyway. Or saying to myself, I know that's the wrong thing to do, but I don't give a shit I'm doing it. Or I should probably do that, but I'm not going to do it. That's like stealing somebody's wallet. That's not a mistake. That's doing something wrong. And if I am Sincerely trying to avoid doing things that are wrong. I cannot beat myself up about the continuous mistakes I make. And there is a difference. I sincerely want to do God's will it doesn't matter whether or not you believe it or anybody in my life believes it or agrees with that that's my inner experience I sincerely want to do God's will I do I'm thoroughly convinced it's how I should live and I'm not responsible, and I don't feel responsible for what you hear when I talk or when I do things. You can go crazy taking on that responsibility or thinking that you're responsible for that. In my experience, I just can't. If you think I'm insincere, that's fine. If you... Don't feel that way. It's great. (sighs) But if people have a problem with me trying to do God's will, I don't feel, I don't feel bad about, I just, I'm not, I just not tangled up in what the steps have allowed me to not need. Anyone's approval Because I Have gained my own Despite Making mistakes Daily Um, I woke up grateful for The relationships I have In my life um, With people who are nice behind my back. Um, I'm grateful for conversations that I get to have with people that I love. Grateful for the support that I experience in my life from all kinds of men and women. I'm grateful that I'm not, um, I'm grateful for the ongoing opportunities I've been given to try to grow and be a good role model. something I think about quite a bit. I I don't know. That's what's going on. <laughs> Those are my thoughts today. So if you're listening to this or you're out there and you're thinking, I can't stay sober or I can't stay sober for very long or he must not have been as sick as I am, or um, it's just not possible. My situation's different. I just, I do all of this, all of it, because I'm trying to do, because I'm trying to share my message in every creative, direct way possible with sponsees, in meetings, with the podcast, with everything that I do. It's too... Squash that notion that it's not possible The source of power I tapped is available Exactly In the same amount To you And um, that's it Thank you, Lucy. Thank you, Brendan. Thank you, Shelley. Thank you. Dave, Gail, Taylor. Thank you, Mallory. Could go on and on and on, but that you mean a lot to me. And um, give a shout out to all my friends. And um, I'm going to go. I'm not even going to joke around about modeling today, I'm not even going to do it. It's no joke. If you saw me, you'd be like, wow, why does he joke about that? It's not a joke at all. It's fucking gorgeous. (laughs) Okay. Um, you know, I, I've been thinking about how I say everything's okay. A lot. In the last couple weeks. And, um, the most horrific suffering is happening and I don't know I just I don't know I'm aware of it as much as I can be It's okay. Whether or not it feels like it. All right. Send me an email. Sarcasticbigbook at gmail.com. Write to me. On Instagram, sarcastic.a.book. I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go. Try to live a life that was worth saving.